Welcome to the Rabbi Greenberg Show, the podcast that brings Jewish knowledge to you. One of the unique things about this week's Parsha, entitled Yitro, that is about Moses' father-in-law, Yitro, who was a convert to Judaism. He was first a priest in Midian, and then he converted to Judaism. But what's amazing is that the parsha is about the most important event in human history, the giving of the Torah at Mount Sinai. Yet we don't name the parsha Sinai or Moshe or Torah or anything related to the giving of the Torah. We name it after this person who was originally an idolater, who then embraced Judaism. Why is there such an emphasis on this person? So the answer given is that precisely because he came from such a dark background and he saw the light, that is what makes him unique. And that's why the Zohar tells us that God waited for him to come before giving of the Torah to the Jewish people. God would not give it to the Jewish people without Yisra because he represents something that is very unique. The word Yisra or Yitro, depending on your pronunciation, is related to a term that's used in the book of Ecclesiastes by King Solomon, and who says that just like there is an advantage of light over darkness, there's an advantage to wisdom over foolishness. Well, that's simple. That's obvious. A child can tell you that, that light is better than dark and that wisdom is better than foolishness. So Hasidic literature explains it, that it means that light coming out of darkness is superior to light when it was not preceded by darkness. The same thing is true. When wisdom comes out of foolishness, when you go through all the different philosophies of life and you see how they are foolish and then you embrace the truth, the light, it's a much more profound discovery and much deeper understanding of what it is the light is all about. And that's why the Torah is not just about light, but it's light that comes out of the darkness. And that's why the Torah portion is named after him. The Torah was given only after he arrived. But he's also known for another thing. Yitro contributed a section of the Torah. In fact, that's one of the reasons why his name was Yitro, because the, the word means to increase. He added on a section of the Torah. What was this section about? When Moses comes back from Mount Sinai, he begins to judge the people from morning to evening. And Yitro chastises him. He says, how could you su survive this? How could you endure this? You're going to just collapse all day long. You're the only judge. Delegate responsibility. You do the big cases, the large cases, and the rather judges will do the smaller cases. And Moses says, yes, I'll present this to God. Moses had that ability to speak to God whenever he wanted. And God says, Jethro is right. Yethro is right. And that you should establish a judiciary, you will be the chief justice, you will be on top, and you'll have many other levels and tiers of judges beneath you. And you will judge the complex matters and the other matters that are not complex, the smaller, less complex matters, they will judge. So God and Moses, obviously, embraced Jethro's contribution, which is a great tribute to this, to this person. But there's one aspect of his proposal that God did not embrace, that God did not accept, because it seems that this came from an outside view, not from a view consistent with Torah values. What's the difference between his proposal and what was finally accepted by God and Moses? Jethro proposed that the difficult cases 
No, not the difficult cases. The big cases, the large cases, should be judged by Moses, and the smaller cases should be judged by the other members of the judiciary. It's like we have a small claims court for small, petty amounts of theft, petty larceny. The bigger cases, the cases that deal with corporate matters, dealing with thousands, millions, billions of dollars, that you leave to the upper courts. God did not accept that. God says, and he changed the language from gadol, from a large case, to a kashe, a difficult, a complex case. What does that mean? That Moses would handle the complex cases and the other judges could, could handle the simpler cases. What is the difference between these two approaches? The difference is, is that when you're dealing with a poor person, let's say, whose dispute with a person involves, let's say, $100, $1,000. That's a paltry amount relative to the cases that involve millions, billions, and who knows what. So you're dealing with a small case involving a poor person. You don't need Moses. You don't need the greatest judicial mind. You can take just an average judge. That means that the case, the importance of the case, is judged strictly by the amount of money involved. Our sages in the Talmud tell us that you should consider a case of a few pennies to be as important to you as a case of a million dollars. I'm paraphrasing, of course. So God says to Moses, yes, you have to have a judiciary. There are things that only you, Moses, should judge, but those are the complex matters. Because sometimes complex matters can involve small amounts of money and large amounts of money that are in dispute could be resolved very easily. So we go by the complexity of the case. What does that mean to us? Most of us are not judges, are not gonna be judges, and don't aspire to be judges. But the truth of the matter is, every one of us is a judge. We judge other people all the time. We like to say that we are non-judgmental, but that's only a relative statement because anytime someone interacts with another, Whenever we interact with other people, we're judging them. They tell us something, they say something to us, we judge their motives, we judge what were they saying to us, are they friend or foe, we're sizing up a person. Every time a person comes into the room, you size them up and you see what kind of a person you think the person is, and and based on that, you'll decide how you're going to relate to that person. So we're here, we're told that there are two standards. There's a standard for Moses and a standard for the other judges. What does that mean in terms of our judging of other people? When it comes to, to matters that are not so complex, you don't need Moses to judge them. What does that mean in terms of our own judgment? Every one of us, the Alter Rebbe, the founder of Chabad, says in his classic work, the Tanya, has a spark of Moses. That spark of Moses is what connects us to the awareness of God. And sometimes you can't use all of your other faculties. You can't use your feelings. You can't use even your intellect to decide how to judge another person. Sometimes it could be a simple statement that someone says something to you and you read into it something that is not very positive, but that's because you're judging that person from the perspective of your feelings. Your emotions were hurt. You're judging the person from the perspective of your mind, your intellect. And even if you're a brilliant intellect, 
there's something deeper perhaps involved. When you're dealing with another person, there might be some complexities that the only way you could judge them is if you attach yourself to that spark of Moses within you. There's a Moses in every generation. That's why Hasidim would go and flock to their Rebbes, because that was the Moses of the generation. And when you had to deal a complex matter, and every relationship we have with our fellow is a complex matter. There's more to a relationship than just what meets the eye. So you can't just rely on the lower levels. You can't rely on the even your intellect, and certainly not your emotions, and certainly not your just your habits. You know, sometimes a judge just is in the mode of of being, uh, he's in a bad mood, so he just judges based on his bad mood, not based on, on, on anything legitimate. No, we're talking about someone who's using their intellect, but you can't judge a person even with that intellect, certainly not with your emotions. You have to connect yourself to that Moshe within you, that spark of Moses within you, that awareness of God, that you have a much deeper understanding and a relationship with that other person. That's what the judicial system means in terms of our own personal lives and a relationship with others. We have to rely on the Moses, the Moses within us and the Moses outside of us, the Jewish leaders. Moses, it says, is the first redeemer and he is connected to the final redeemer. Mashiach embodies everything that Moses represented plus an additional force that will get us out of this exile. So when we know that the way to judge has to be judged in the spirit of redemption. We have to look at another person and say, in the Messianic age, when Mashiach finally comes and takes us out of exile and God's glory is revealed throughout the whole world and there's going to be no more rivalry, no more hatred, how are we going to judge that other person? We'll judge them in a very, very, very positive way. Well, that's the Moses spark, the Mashiach spark within every one of us. And that's how we should judge the other. And let's leave the intellect and the emotions for judging trivial matters, things that are not important in life. And that is how we embrace the true judicial system given by God to Moses at the behest of Yitro. Thanks for listening to The Rabbi Greenberg Show.